for the captain's party. We didn't miss it, did we? Nope. They go all night long. Yeah. Boom! Hold on. Oh, there with me. And you are? Captain Carol Freeman. Of the Cerritos. You're not on the list. <laughs> I fought alongside the Titan at the Battle of Kala. Kudos. You aren't getting in. John, Captain Anderson, would you tell him I'm the Packlid Captain? Okana, how are you? Anderson, Okana is in there? He's a DJ. What? He's not even Starfleet. This is outrageous. Maybe we should go. Our ship might not be the biggest, and we might do the missions nobody else wants, but we are still Starfleet. My crew deals with just as much as Picard's or any other. We might be California class, but we are the best at what we do. I'm Captain Carol Freeman. This is my crew, and you are letting us into that party! I like your speech, Captain. Oh, thank you, Jack. Star Trek podcast. My name is Mike. I am one of your hosts, and with me is my co-host Johnson. Johnson, hey, how are you tonight? Oh, hey Mike. I'm good. I am doing well. It is Monday. It is an off day for us. Yeah, we're recording a little early this week because uh, someone has a business trip. Yeah, I mean, as as business trippy as it really can be. I mean, I'm just going to Boston, so it's literally... I mean, it is a long Amtrak ride. It's like four hours. It's not far, but hopefully it's comfortable at least. It Yes. Did you book the Acela or the... Yeah. Oh, it's three hours and 45 minutes then. Okay. All right. Oh, my God. And, and they have comfortable seats and you is can... Is it nonstop or is it... Uh, there may be one stop before your stop at South Station, but, oh, okay. Uh, one or two maybe. Okay. But, uh, yeah, for the most part, it's a, oh no, it's going to stop in Providence. Duh. So it'll stop in Providence and then there may be one more stop, uh, and then it's South Station. Okay. So yeah. Yeah. It was, I mean, it's a business trip. I did consider flying because the flying is the flight, the round trip flight was $75. It was so cheap. But obviously getting to the airport, going through security, none of that's worth it. No, it's uh, such a, it would take longer than four hours to do all that. I I can't, I can't deal with that shit. So. So yeah, so we're recording on a Monday night. uh, (laughs) Because you won't be back until Thursday night. Correct. Correct. And uh, and obviously, so, yeah. want to give you enough time to edit and do your job. So that's fine. I suppose that's well, okay. I mean, yeah, we still have to, yeah. You know, there's other pieces to this puzzle, but yes. Uh, there's other pieces to this puzzle. Okay. That's correct. We don't need to bar- bore everyone with our uh, no. No. podcast process here. No. Uh, but yeah, so we are... We're in between series right now. 
Yeah, but we're only it's only like a week difference. Right. It's, it is not. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then in a month, we'll have two series at one time. But so we're in this little bit of a lull and we thought we would do a wrap up of season two of Lower Decks mm-hmm. and then talk a little bit about Prodigy, which premieres in a couple of days. Yeah, uh, which, very soon. Which actually, when you hear this, it will have already premiered, but uh, we release on Fridays and uh, it's just not enough time. So we'll talk about the first episode or the first two episodes of Prodigy next week. Yeah, very excited. So, yeah, so it's uh, it's. You know, I'm I'm slightly disappointed or not disappointed. I'm, I'm sad that season two of Lower Decks is over. I know. I'm also sad that it's over. I feel it went by really quickly and I feel that life is just flashing before my eyes and before I know we'll both be dead. It's just like, it's just going by so fast. Or maybe, you know, before too long, we'll be watching Picard and we'll be on our way to Chicago, Mission Chicago. Maybe that's a little bit more, maybe that's a little more positive. (laughs) I mean, uh, sure. If you want to look at it that way, that's totally fine. You can be the. I mean, we do have we do have some holidays. Full person. I am a half uh, glass, half full person. Absolutely, uh, the glass is mostly three quarters full, usually too. So wow, that's very full. Uh, but also, you know, we have the holidays. We have someone's fortieth birthday. Yeah, this is coming up. Uh, so there's well, a Dennis's lot. birthday is also coming up. Yes, yes. Dennis's birthday is next week. Uh, oh my God, you're right. It's next week. Yes. So. Oh my God, uh, it's like November. Oh my God. Oh my God. Okay. It is. It is almost November. You are correct there. Uh, I am actually. I've made several um, mistakes as to what's happening this week and what's happening next week, but. Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's this, it's you know, all you know, as well as you know, there's other new shows. So, and, you know, I'm a Doctor Who fan, so there's a new season of Doctor Who premiering, yeah, on Halloween. Mm-hmm. So there's that. Uh, but um, yeah, this these this next week is, is flying by, and uh, or these these months, these weeks are flying by, and you know, I really enjoyed. I really do love Lower Decks. And I think yeah. if I if I can put a put a point on it, I think it just reminds me so much of Next Generation that I really just enjoy that. It, it you know, although it does a lot of callbacks, it does remind me a lot of Next Gen. And I guess so. Yeah, I mean, for me, I just enjoy it. I, it doesn't necessarily. I guess I guess it does. I, I you know I haven't really thought about it that much, um, but it definitely does have some next gen vibes because that's probably my man's favorite series, so it makes sense. But I think just in itself, it's become it's become much more confident as a show, um, and I think that it, you know, obviously we get a lot of these episodes where it's going to be very referential and there's going to be a lot of callbacks and Easter eggs, but I think it's starting, especially towards the end of season two, I feel that it has gotten to a place where it doesn't need all those callbacks and all those Easter eggs to be enjoyable. 
Right. Yeah. I think it's, uh, it's gotten its sea legs. It's on its own now. And, uh, it's really setting its own, uh, course for, yeah, totally. uh, for the show. Uh, yeah. I'm, so I'm excited. I mean, he's already, Mike McMahon is already writing season three. Uh, so that's awesome. Uh, you know, it's sad to think that we're going to have to wait another, uh, 40 weeks to, <laughs> uh, to watch it. Uh, but, uh, we do have a lot of Star Trek in between now and then, but yeah, let's, uh, let's start by, um, so we did start a little bit, but rather than jumping to the end, let's, let's kind of take a whole look at the whole season of season two. Captain, a team from Starfleet Command is requesting to come aboard. That was fast. Permission granted. Escort them to the senior conference room. If they were impressed with you before, whew, today must have sealed the deal. Hey, nobody deserves a recognition more than you, Mom. Nothing would make us prouder than seeing you move up to bigger and better. Maybe bigger, but never better. I'm turning down the transfer. What? But Captain, you've been working so hard for this. Yeah, well, maybe a little too hard. It blinded me to what I already have right here on the Cerritos. What good would a new ship be without the best crew in the fleet? Mom, no way! Come on, let's go tell them they wasted their trip. Captain, Captain, I threw the banners! It was Boiler! It was Boiler! And uh, what did you think kind of stood out for you for the arc of season two or the just what overall what your thoughts are on season two yeah you know i really enjoyed season two i think that there were a couple of episodes here and there that we definitely delved into that we didn't love as much because for whatever reason they were kind of it was just kind of dipping back into the same well and a lot of the same themes, or we were kind of just revisiting a lot of the same character, um, like character issues, um, you know, things like that. And just in some cases, uh, the the different plot lines just didn't mesh. Uh, there were a couple of episodes where there was just a lot going on, but in a way that didn't really feel like things came together. It was just like people doing their own things. And we had like, a, B, and C, and they never really converged successfully. So I do think there were a couple episodes where we had a little bit of that. But I think overall, I really did enjoy the season. I do think that we do get a little bit of a reset uh, by episode three or four. Everything is essentially back to quote unquote normal in terms of the crew and especially given how things shook up at the end of season one. I was expecting a little bit more, um, a little bit more of uh, change in the dynamics and the structure of it all. But at the same time, I think that we also both felt that in episode one, we I think you and I both were like, oh, we feel that something is missing. And it's, and it was because Boiler wasn't there. You know, we 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 noticeably we noticeably noticed his absence. <laughs> um, so. I think for better or for worse, the I think the dynamics between the characters works really well. And while I applaud Mike Man and his team for trying to kind of shake things up at the end of season one and kind of leaving us on that sort of cliffhanger, I can also see why from a writing perspective, they decided to kind of just slowly go back to, you know, where things were. I'm not sure if we needed Shaxx to come back that was like a thing on another level where I was like, okay, now things have really reset. Uh, because I, you know, we got Kayshawn, 
um, and we basically introduced to a new security officer and then he had like two more lines for the rest of the season. So I feel that we could have gotten more um, with other characters. We didn't need Shaq to come back, but you know, it's fine. But overall, yeah, I think by the end of the season, it really wrapped up well. Um, I think you both you and I thought episodes eight, nine, 10 were really strong. They kind of of just kept on building. And basically by the end, um, by the finale, rather, we were both on the edge of our seats, you know. So, yeah, I think that this was a great season. Again, a little bit. It had some ups and downs, but I think it finished really strong. Yeah, that's what I was going to say, some ups and downs. But, uh, you know, looking back at the whole season, you know, as we were kind of going through the season, I thought it felt a little bit weaker Mm -hmm. uh, because season one was just so amazing. Right. uh, It was also fresh, you know, obviously it's always going to be that. True, yeah. You know, it's just different. But they had such a strong season one. And so season two felt, at the beginning, felt really kind of, uh mishmash kind of trying to uh trying to try new things but also pulling back to the old-fashioned things and or what they'd already tried Mm -hmm. um you know there were a lot of easter eggs Uh, i mean you know while i was cooking tonight i was just rewatching episodes two and three and there you know i i I didn't I'm surprised need to you were able to watch anything with the way that Paramount Plus has been going for you. Yeah, let's. Uh, yeah. Oh gosh, that. Uh, uh, man. Yeah, I'm not going to get on that soapbox, but um, but Paramount, would you please fix your app? Just I know. Start, just start over, and pay some big money, someone, some coder, a lot of money to create a really great app because this sucks. I know. It's like, uh, come on, they definitely have money. Yes, they are the stingiest with their money ever, um, really. But anyway, uh, yeah, so I was watching episode two and three tonight um, in the Mm -hmm. background. You know, I didn't have to pay attention to it closely, but you can see, I mean, those are two episodes where there were a lot of Easter eggs, right? Um, And a lot of dynamic changes. You know, you meet Kayshawn, you meet, you see Tendi and Mariner go on an adventure together. So Mm -hmm. um, you get brad back which is also really good yeah Um, yeah so you know there's that dynamic of kind of like a slow start a reset if you want to call it then the shacks is back and rutherford wants to know you know how why i want to know how why i mean i actually really do you know when you you mentioned shacks i was like you know i really do like shacks I really do like the character of him. Yeah, he's fine. I'm I'm fine with Shax. You know, he's uh, not my favorite, but I'm fine with him. Oh yeah, no, I I really I don't know. I'm starting to appreciate him a little bit more. Okay, and, uh, especially you know just yeah, just the you know he has a sensitive side. He has this uh, gruff side. He you know he does really care about Rutherford. Um, you know, I th- I think more so than we see Bill- Billups do, except for that one episode when they're on the ship together. Um, you know, because there was, you know, from Billups, there was literally no no tears shed for Rutherford, who just died on his mom's ship mm-hmm. along with his mom. So there was very la- you know a lack of emotion in that episode, 
And and True. I think Shaxx actually embodies a lot more care and like likability of Rutherford than Billups does, you know. So anyway, hmm. um, that's fair. So yeah, there's just a you know there's a you know the Dopplers or the Duplers or whatever you want to call them. That, that was kind of silly. Was, that was all right. That was all right. Um, I mean, I, I did like um, that episode. Did give us at the end, if you recall, it did give us some great moments between the, the senior curve. staff and the yeah. lower deckers. So yeah, that was, was really nice, actually. Yeah, I was just about to say yeah. that too. You, you, um, yeah, you you get them pulling together, and then you get that again at the end of the season too, which I think is mm-hmm. actually what the second half of the season kind of felt like was the crew slowly coming together between the upper deckers and the lower deckers for sure. Yeah, and uh, really, I, I like that arc. I, you know, when you look at the whole season now, you can kind of tell that there's been this arc of character development across all of the characters. Mm -hmm, Uh, mm -hmm. it's been really really cool it's really cool to look back and see the the progression you know even mariner by the end of the season has changed uh brad has changed uh tendy is going to be you know going to see senior uh science officer training which is cool yeah and we learned something new some character development yeah and we and we learn there's a secret about rutherford uh and his implant so right there's that too and then you know we we see yeah we see the senior staff kind of grow a little bit too i mean ransom and ransom and and freeman really start to come together a little bit more uh Mm -hmm. except for obviously the little secret you know that mariner lets out of the bag about the finale yeah Yeah. in the finale you know he he's kind of shocked that she's leaving him behind he has like a Uh, meltdown he was like yeah but also billups had the best meltdown yes he had a Uh, he had a pretty great meltdown yeah um shax is just kind of grumpy about it but uh and you know i don't even think we saw dr tana react to this news Mm -hmm. or or anything so no but you see the the crew come together and and overall you can kind of like I enjoyed watching these two episodes because I knew that it was kind of looking back at characters who had grown. Mm-hmm. So it's you know, it's 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 reached that point where you can kind of go back and see characters before or as they were developing versus, you know, that they developed uh, into these great new directions that they're going in by the uh, end of first first contact and um yeah so i you know i like the you know and we did see some more uh, a little bit better um storylines coming together towards the end of the season mm-hmm. uh the so packlet that- thing again was fine i was okay with the packlets they were kind of the antagonists i feel they were more kind of just like a plot vehicle than anything um and i don't need more of them but that was definitely it came together but it was also like do i need this in my life right i mean so here's the other thing so i think that you know the packlets were the big quote-unquote big baddie for this season but uh next season i think we're gonna find that my my guess is my or my your prediction what's your prediction my prediction is that there's some other baddie out there, maybe even internally in Starfleet or, you know, some sort of conspiracy a la, a la 
Star Trek VI, The Undiscovered Country, where uh, there, you know, Freeman is being chosen as the fall woman for this plot to destabilize the sector. Uh, I don't know, uh, but yeah, uh, you know. Oh, and and just for the record, because I want to put it on record. Okay. Um, who is right about Jennifer and Mariner? Yes, Me. no, you were correct. Yes, you're correct. Um, um, so yeah, so we we do get some new some new dynamics there. Uh, yeah, we after we recorded the last episode, I came across this article uh, from the was it interviewed, Trek movie. Uh, Trek movie, yeah, I think so. Yeah, uh, they talked to talked to Mike McMahon about. Uh, season two and season three and uh yeah so we we do have a little bit of a romance going on with jennifer and mariner so that's kind of exciting yeah that's fine yeah i'm okay with that uh, so that's really cool uh but yeah i just you know i i have to say we were probably we were and we still are critical about some of the episodes they don't all meld together like you said the 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 plot lines don't often come together in some of these early episodes. Right, yeah. But it, when you look at the season two as an arc, uh, mm-hmm. as a whole series, um, I think it's a it's a nice it's a nice progression. In you know, it may not have proceeded as quickly, and maybe the characters didn't grow as much as we had hoped, but they are growing, they are changing, mm-hmm. and. Uh, we are, and, and you know, thinking back to our next generation roots, I mean, honestly, like the the characters between season one and season two and season three of Next Gen, there was a lot of growth and development, and they had twice as many or plus episodes, and uh, certainly that was done in t- times when TV was not as serialized or mm-hmm. right. right. Uh, so. Uh, so I think they're, you know, they're on, they're they're in a good trajectory, and I'm I'm really excited for season three. I, I really think that we're gonna, I think, I think we've gotten over the reset. I think the reset is gone. The reset yes. is in the past. Yes, it's done. Like our characters are moving forward, and uh, we're gonna encounter new, new uh, challenges, and uh, I think it's gonna be great. I I think that. You know, I, I'm hoping that we don't have a crew of ensigns the whole whole series we might. long. We it's might, possible. But... but I'm actually, you know what? It's fine. I don't really mind that. I know that we were talking about Brad Boimler needs a promotion and stuff. But then as I was thinking about it and I was like, you know what? Ensign Kim was an ensign for seven years. I, I was like, whatever, there's precedent. But, well, but that's just bad writing on the part of Voyager. <laughs> it's just ridiculous. But um, you know, I think what I what I think we saw a lot um in the later episodes of season two that I definitely want to see going into season three is just more opportunities for the senior staff and the lower deckers to work together on a more consistent basis. Because I think that that really does change up the usual, you know, Boimler, like Boimler and Mariner, Tendi with Rutherford dynamic, and then the bridge staff is they're doing their own thing, you know, and then we always, because of that, get the ABC plots, you know, but if we kind of throw these um, senior staff members into the mix, give them more, obviously, yes, the 
the show is still about the lower deckers. That's the name of the show. But I think that giving them more opportunities to um, collaborate with the senior staff, maybe like there are mentorship situations, things like that, that we get more of. Um, I think that really does help. Um, honestly, because the senior staff is great. Like, you know, they're, they're really great characters. There's a lot of, um, a lot of character development to mine and the actors and actresses that play all of them are awesome and very talented. So I love to just get, you know, have them have more opportunities to do more. Um, I think just changing up the dynamics, um, on a more regular basis, though, you know, that oftentimes gives us some of the best episodes, um, you mentioned it, like, you know, having, this is not a senior staff member with a lower decker, but give, giving Tendi a whole episode with Mariner, that really did change things up. And we got this interaction between two characters that we never really got before. And it was very meta because they were like, we don't know each other at all. You know, I was, it was just really funny when Tendi was like, do you not even know my first name? You know, like there's just things like that, which is true because... The, the writers never put them in the same room, uh, just one on one. So um, hopefully we get more of those kind of interactions, um, but with the senior staff in the mix. Yeah, I mean, I hope uh, I hope we get to see more beta shift when Brad and Mariner are on the bridge, and hopefully Tendi will be there. And uh, you know, I I think that that'll be really really good because we we did see some scenes where they were on the bridge, right. And yeah, they're at the, the calm. Yeah. Yeah. It did so. Stuff. Yeah. So I think that there's definitely some opportunity there uh, to explore that more. And uh, yeah, I, I'm all for it. I, I I do really think out of all of them, I really think that Brad does deserve a promotion, but uh, I think he's really earned it this time. But, you know, again, I don't foresee that. But um, wait, so was he. Was he promoted to Lieutenant Junior Gray when he was on the Titan? Do you remember? Yes. Yeah. He was. Okay. Yep. So he was so a I, Lieutenant I, Junior Gray. So yeah. That's so, so they sent him then. back. They, yeah. they, you know, Riker said, well, we have to send one of you back to be an ensign on the Cerritos. Uh, I just that's watched just this. bizarre. I just watched this scene. Yeah, it's interesting. Well, well, I mean, the promotion. Like why I can't guess he just is, get reassigned to the Cerritos? Why does he also need to be demoted? <laughs> You know, I guess there's no need for, you know, another Lieutenant Junior Grade on I mean, the Cerritos. Come on. Uh, you know, I guess it's, I mean, I guess it's, you know, is there a job opening? You know, is there, so I think Why, that that's... the whole fleet, there's no Lieutenant Junior Grade <laughs> openings. He didn't even have to go back to the Cerritos necessarily. Right. Well, uh, yeah. So, you know, it, it, we'll see what happens. I, I don't know. I'm excited. I think that uh, I I feel like this was a very very good season two. I feel like it would you know I still think that season one is stronger, but I think that uh, mainly because we didn't have you know we, one it was a first season obviously but you know I think that in season two we went back to season one stuff a a little bit too much to really mm-hmm. have it. Um, stand on its own as a as a second season you know i think that uh you know i think they finished strong like you said we we loved the last three episodes of 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 uh the season and i think that i'm really hoping that they can keep that momentum going into season three yeah totally 
with really, really great episodes, really strong characters, character building, but also mm. plots that kind of come together. Mm-hmm. You know, that that three ships episode. Uh, Wage oh, my Duke, God. So great. Uh, was excellent. And, and yeah. we are going to see Tillin again in some some form but apparently not on the cerritos yeah apparently not surprising. on the cerritos so but yeah that is maybe so. she'll eventually make her way there but you know that, yeah. that was surprising i thought that she would totally be a shoe in yeah i thought so too but but um you know so that'll be interesting but she would to, definitely change things happen. up you know like if if we got like this like vulcan like major cast member it would definitely change things up a little bit for sure yeah well we you know and we have jennifer sort of becoming part of the four as well. You know, earlier in the season, we had Jet, which was an, another... For one for one episode. Jet was... Jet was yeah, no, I know. We had, you know, yeah. Jennifer, actually, so I don't remember, don't know if you remember, uh, Mariner yells at Jennifer at the end of season one and says, oh, shut up, Jennifer. Like, Yeah, no, they've had message. some... Yeah, they've had some not bad blood, but it's yeah. just like, yeah they never liked each other. Yeah, they've never liked each other. So it's been throughout the season. Or maybe they did like each other and they were just, it was all just passive aggressiveness. Maybe. So yeah, I mean, I, I, well, like I said, I just enjoyed, you know, episodes two and three tonight Mm -hmm. uh, Mm -hmm. just Mm -hmm. to have on the background. Are you going to rewatch the whole season? uh, I, I don't know if I'll have time. I mean, we have might easily happen. I mean, it could, I mean, I watched Mm -hmm. season one, two or three times. So, you know, that's certainly um, it's certainly plausible for me to go back and watch season two again. Uh-huh. Uh, I mean, I'm already started. So, I mean, and there is this week. And if, you know, if I need some distraction in the background or whatever, yeah. then I can I can put it on uh, and uh, go from there. Because I think the the thing about this, too, is that as you watch this again and again, you you do pick out new things that you might have missed before oh yeah totally uh but sure. also but also you don't have to pay as close attention to it you kind of know what's going on and you can kind of just enjoy it right it kind of can be playing in the background a little bit like like you know a lot of star trek can be done you know mm-hmm. after you've mm-hmm. seen it so um yeah I, it's yeah. uh you know it's a it's a great show and it's also you know these 20 to 30 minute episodes are great so it's like I know, very digestible. Yeah, it's watch. very digestible. So, but we'll see. I mean, obviously, we'll I'll probably have less and less time as we move into November. And <laughs> you're gonna get busy. The dog is gonna be busy. I understand. Yeah. No. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. And, and you know, there are other things that I'm watching that I need to pay more, a little more attention to as well. So, uh, for instance, cool. cow cowboy bebop. For instance. Oh yeah, I started rewatching. I started rewatching that because of you. I I love it. I, I yeah. love it. I cannot wait for the live action one. I don't know if I love it. I mean, I'm like four episodes in. It's fine. I'm I like remember not loving it. Well, some of my like college friends loved it. Like these anime geeks. And I'm not uh, even an anime geek, and I you know I I am enjoying it just because I think the characters are interesting. There's a rich story that isn't necessarily completely explored, but there's there's a lot of backstory to these characters. It's, How many uh, episodes are you in? I am. Uh, I think I'm up to episode fourteen. Oh, okay. So you're yeah. pretty far along. And there's also yeah. a movie. You know that, right? 
Oh, I did not know. I did not know. Yeah, there's only one season. I went to see the movie in theaters with some friends. Oh, okay. Remember? Uh, So I'm enjoying that, but that requires a little bit more paying attention. Uh, But I am excited for John Cho as uh, Spike, right? See, I don't feel John Cho has that physicality that Spike has. This is the problem. I'm I'm not a big fan of the casting. It's like he's Asian. Thank you. But I don't know. Like Spike, I just don't. I don't know who I would cast as Spike. This is not, this is getting off topic. But John Cho <laughs> so doesn't, is he topic. doesn't have like the physical confidence to be Spike, in my opinion. And he's an actor, you know, prove me wrong. But I just, I just could not see it when they announced him. But yeah, I mean, why? I, well, I, I don't know. I, the, uh, the little short that they put up on, I saw it on Instagram, but I thought it was really good. They they put the title sequence up, which is exactly yeah. like the the cartoon, yep. mm-hmm. the anime. But then they put up this other other short, like n- not trailer, but not a trailer because it's like. And people have been like, people have been saying, "Where is the trailer?" Yeah, well, the, this is this is just an interest. Yeah, it's what they put up is great, uh, really well done. So yeah, I'm still gonna watch it for sure. It's yeah. just like I just didn't see John Cho in this role. Oh well, to but. see, but uh, TBD, TBD, TBD. So yeah. So anyway, getting back to Star Trek, which John Cho is a uh, hey, you know, yeah, he's part of Star Trek. So we we are tying it in. It's not completely. Yeah, it's not completely disassociated from Star Trek. Uh, so there is, uh, that, um, yes, yes. so cool. yeah, so season two really wrapped up strong, excited for season three. And now we have a long wait until that happens, I but, know. but we That's do have while. another show starting this week. We uh, do, we do, we do. So and, should uh, we... They... Should we talk a little bit about Prodigy and what we're looking forward to? Yeah, uh, you know, I think the first thing, yeah, we should definitely talk about Prodigy. Uh, we've seen the trailer. We've so they've also released a couple of one minute or less uh, scenes. Uh, they're starting to do some character, which is super helpful. Um, although they've only done a couple of them as of. Have you time. learned their names yet? I still don't know any of their names. I'm like, well, so there's Murph and Do- Murph is the blob, and oh, Doll is Doll cool. is the main kid character who the purple one, the purple one, yes. Okay. Uh, well, I mean, there's a lot of purple here going on. Murph is technically purple ish. Um. So then there's the, the main the main boy. Are you watching the trailer right now? What's happening? Sorry, I got stuck in Instagram Reels, but I was trying to pull up Paramount, and I don't know what happened. But anyway, I was like, uh, "Are you watching the trailer live?" Uh, No, no, I was trying to pull up the uh, Paramount Plus. Yeah, I need my character bio cheat sheet. Essentially, yeah. um... I mean, the problem is they're all kind of funky names too, which really doesn't help. 
It's like it's yeah. So the other one that they did a alien sounding did a little scene on it. Well, they did two other scenes. Uh, I'm trying to remember Jane Jane Cock or Jane Cock. No, no, Jam Jan Com <laughs> Pog. What? Jan, what is that? Jan Com Pog, the grumpy engineer. Uh, is Jan Com Pog. Wait, is that the Medusin? No, that is not. This is uh, the Medusin is the, the navigator. This Sorry. is the Tellarite, I guess. Uh, oh, the Tellarite. Okay, great. Yeah. So okay. with the spiky red hair. Yeah. Uh, and then there's also um, who else did they? They did Murph, and then they did Rock Talk. Uh, the Rock Talk is the the evil yeah, girl. So I, yeah. So Dal mistakes them for a guy i'm assuming and so their little scene is about how they oh the universal translator comes on yeah the universal translator and i thought that was cool i was like oh cool because they were like i understand you somehow yeah so um but she they i'm gonna say they because they don't say that you know yeah i'm a girl i mean oh but doesn't what's his face identify her as a girl he did until she starts speaking and then he realizes that she they she they may not be and so oh so he's he's kind of rethinking his thoughts on on them so oh, really yeah no oh. um but it's cute I I, and, you know the so there's murph there's rock talk there's dal and then there's pog for lack of trying to say his first name um, so obviously we've got Janeway, then we've got the other character who's going to take me a while to get these names right, by the way. Yeah, I'm just, no, I'm just def- telling you that right this second. It's- no, I, I agree. I, I, you know, I, I'm, as I'm stumbling through this, so I'm, you know, these are all characters that we don't know. Uh, we probably won't know them. I mean, it took us a little, little while to learn the, the lower deckers names. Yeah. You know? They're all very unusual, but definitely less unusual than these names which i think yeah sound these very, are very alien yeah these are very alien you know um one of the things i, I when i was thinking about this series uh this uh, thinking about prodigy you know i'm you know i'm excited about the bridge and the the starship and you know the protostar and all of that but in reality i think that this is another great show about um chosen family and how i think that that's going to be a big you know a diverse group of people coming together Mm -hmm. as a as a group as a family and i think Mm -hmm. that that's if i if i were to guess that would be one of the themes that we're going to see happen throughout Mm -hmm. this season of prodigy is is that um and just also this acceptance like this you know oh i you know i didn't realize that you were you know, not a big bulky guy because Rock Talk is, you know, is a big being and, you know, Dal mistakenly thinks that they are of a, of a more masculine gender. So, right. Um, so I, th- I think that those are, those are some things that kids are really going to get a lot out of because that's sort of the life that they lead now, you know, that's mm-hmm. the experience. And for, for us, I think as adults and, and, Unfortunately, as some more less experienced adults will think uh, that it's probably a little bit too much. 
uh, possibly and right, right, and criticize the show for that. And uh, I think it's important to remember one: this is a kids' show, and also kids nowadays are very different than we were when we were kids. So I think we need to get over the fact that this is not made for us uh, and uh, enjoy it for what it is. And, uh, you know, I, I think that if you're if you're a kid and want to criticize it, that's that's the audience that should be criticizing. Sure. It. Yeah. Everybody else, you know, yes, you're entitled to your opinion, but you know what? It's a kid's show. So. Get over it, uh, get over it. Uh, honestly, you know, I think that that's, you know, and, and that's also why I don't participate in a lot of uh, online discussions about any show, really, because I just think that it's specifically specifically Star Trek, though, because people want to claim it as their own and want to claim it as what they know and what they, you right. know, what they're familiar with and what they think it should be instead of accepting it for what it is. And I mean, we got plenty of that vitriol in Discovery season one. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see what the response on Prodigy is. I think, though, overall, based upon what I've heard, the initial reactions have been positive. Um, even it's, it's a little high level because again, it's embargoed, but it's been positive. So I'm very excited for it. Um, I'm definitely excited for the ship, the protostar. I do want to, you know, the, the big, uh, mystery for me definitely, uh, is getting a better understanding of what the protostar is doing in the Delta quadrant, where are Voyager crew members are now how is Chicote involved things like that I love that stuff and hopefully things don't drag out too long it probably will drag out a little bit um but I will I I do want to kind of get an update on where we are because other than lower decks which I feel because of the nature of the show is kind of in its own bubble in some ways it's all canon, of course, but it's still kind of, it kind of plays in this comedy bubble of sorts. Um, we we haven't gotten a serious Star Trek show that kind of spans this gap between 2080 and, 2380 rather, 2380 and 2399. Um, so I kind of want to know like what's happened um, within this time frame. Like yeah, with the Federation yeah. at large. Because again, with Lower Decks, we do get some snippets, but because of the genre, it's taken very lightly. And they are not going to give an update on the state of the Federation of Federation politics. You know, they're that's not gonna happen. Um, so and I, I don't mean, think we're gonna get a lot of that from Prodigy, to be honest. No, you know? no. I mean, they did say that they are going to introduce the Starfleet Federation stuff very slowly. That is one thing they mentioned. Um, but I do want to know, like, if there's any, like, tidbits like that, like, especially with our characters that we haven't seen in a while, um, like Chakotay and crew, that, um, you know, that I'm, I'm just kind of curious. That is an Yeah, absolutely. I, I mean, want to get scratched. Definitely... Yeah, yeah. No, I think that that's a, 
you know, I don't think I, yeah, we'll, we'll have to see how much we get of that, but I, uh, yeah, I don't I'll, think we get too much of it. I agree with you. Cause I don't, you know, they, they probably don't want to ostracize the kids right away. <laughs> they get like too much of this lore. Right. Yeah. I think. And also the focus it really is like what's going on in these kids world. Right. That right, right. this is all happening. You know, that they are all coming together. They they are, I would say that it's, it seems like they are part of some sort of, collective and they're all you know that they all come together to get away from something mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so that's that's the question I, i'm curious about the something i'm curious about the bad the baddie of the season yeah Who's chasing who, them and who is um played by john noble who yes. i'm a big yeah. fan of yeah john noble is a great uh actor and uh yes. loved him loved him in friends he was so good um but you know he's I, I don't know if this is going to really challenge him as an actor but i'm still glad to see him in yeah so we have, we have him we have, he has some underlings as well i forget who's who's playing those characters True. some underlings yep yep so you know there's uh there's definitely some some drama there i think that the the other main character besides dal the the you know the one who's tied up and sitting in the captain's chair uh, I think they have some connection to this big baddie, but mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's, you know, how did the protostar get there? I think it will right. be interesting to find out um, what, what its capabilities are, but you know, we're in the Delta quadrant. And so are we going to stay in the Delta quadrant? Are we going to stay in, you know, a certain sector of space and, and explore that or are we, are these kids going on a universal adventure? Well, again, there was that clip where it was, was it a clip that they were saying that, Oh, they're going to head back to the alpha quadrant or something. Oh, I, don't, yeah. <laughs> I guess we'll see. I'm interested. Yeah. We'll see what they're, you know, and, and do we know how many episodes this is going to be? Is it going to be a 10, 10 episodes? I think it's 10 episodes. 10. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So there we have it. Uh, yeah, lots to look forward to on Prodigy uh, coming it up this great. Thursday. You know, it, it lo- it's a great looking show. So. Yeah, the yeah, we haven't even talked about how phenomenal the the um, animation is for this. Yeah, they did. Uh, they they definitely threw money at it. I just don't know where they're getting all this money. <laughs> like, I'll be honest, like. Well, they're not spending it on the app, so they're that's, not, why they're, they're not. that's why they have all the money. <laughs> uh, it's like, how many subscribers do they actually have? I'm like very curious about these like numbers and behind the scenes. But well, nobody's really releasing those numbers. It's sort of like, you know, I well, just... Netflix. Well, Netflix. We we know their numbers. We know exactly how much money they make, and we know how much money they're investing in programming. I'm not sure about, it has to be. I mean, shareholder meetings, they must, I feel we dug into it. There has to be numbers on how many subscribers they have because that, yeah, shareholders want to know. I don't know, you know, but I just wonder how much money is coming in because they're throwing a ton of money at Star Trek, which is great, great for us. Yes, absolutely. Not going to complain about- Hopefully uh, it's profitable. (laughs) Yes. Hopefully it will continue. And uh, yeah, so we've got that. And then, you know, we've got a couple of weeks of Prodigy all on its own. We can delve into that. And then we'll have to throw Discovery into the mix. 
with season four. So yeah, it's gonna be a lot of Star Trek to talk about, but we'll get there. We'll make plus together. All, we'll make it stuff, right. Plus all the other stuff we're watching. Oh my gosh! I watched so much Apple TV last week. I haven't seen Dune yet. Did you watch Dune yet? I did watch Dune. Yes. Oh, I'm waiting. Some friends want to see it on my screen. I was like, I guess I can wait for you. Um, did you like it? Uh, yeah, I did. I mean, it's uh, you you have to. Yeah, you have to know what you're watching. You have to know okay. that you're watching Dune, right? You have to know right. that you're you're watching. If you go back, and you know, I'm familiar with the. I've watched the original movie. I've, I've read, never seen know, the original movie. Uh, okay, I've I've watched the original movie. I have read the book. Oh, okay. The first book, uh, which I actually just did uh, wow. this, you know, not too long ago. Wow. Uh, and I've watched the sci-fi series, which okay. were phenomenal. Um, so wow. this is definitely cinematic, and it's wow. beautiful in a lot of ways. Right. Uh, really well done cin- cinematography. Yeah, um, I mean, it looks amazing. I just haven't seen it. But if you're expecting a complete story you're not gonna get it no no i know it's like part one yeah it's it's definitely part one and uh yeah you're you're not you're not seeing the full right book of dune of the first book anyway right 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 so Um, yeah um, so that's on my list for sure but last friday i watched five hours of apple tv i really made my Five four ninety nine subscription worth it, or five nine? I don't even know how much I paid. Four ninety nine, I think. Yeah. Um, what did you? What? Do you, well, I mean, I guess we're delving into some off topic. Well, no, here. no, no. We shouldn't spend too much time on it because I know we're running up on time. But I watched the morning show. Oh yeah, fantastic! Oh my god, it is so good, um, so good. So um, actually, really funny. So, um, I was at church this past Sunday and. I, I was just talking to some friends and then someone was like, oh, there's someone behind you. I was like, who, who? And it was, um, this, it was a woman from the, the today show. I don't know her name. Okay. Savannah Guthrie. Savannah oh, okay. Guthrie. Okay. And she was like, Savannah Guthrie's behind you. I was like, who is that? I was like, who is Savannah <laughs> Guthrie? And she was like, she's the host of the today show. I'm like, is that like Jennifer Aniston from the morning show? And they're like, no, that is not the same. But if that's what you need to understand who Savannah Guthrie is, sure. I was like, I'll be very excited if you told me that Jennifer Aniston was behind me, but I don't know who Savannah Guthrie is. I don't know if these real people. I don't know. I only get excited about fictional characters. So anyway, um, so she, yeah, apparently she uh, she attended my uh, church this past Sunday. Okay, wow. Um, but in any case, that happened twice, like before service and then after service. Um, she again was behind me, apparently. And then they were saying she's behind you. I'm like, Cool Jennifer Aniston. <laughs> and they're nice. like, no, it is not Jennifer Aniston. And um, you know, that that was uh that was enjoyable. But so you watched like, well, the morning if Jennifer show Aniston was here, I'd be really excited. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, sad sad news too about Gunther passing away. The actor who played Gunther oh, passed yeah, away. Yeah, yeah. I saw that today too. Sad news. Was, uh, he passed away from cancer at 59. Yeah. yeah so young. Uh, really sad about yeah. that. Uh, anything else on Apple TV or well, just the so yeah, morning show, fantastic foundation. I've been watching that. I I enjoy it. It's not. It's good. It's a little annoying, 
Um, but there were definitely elements to it where I'm like this, you know, I enjoy it. I'm still watching it and it's super cinematic. Have you seen any of it yet? No, I have not. No. Oh, I think you would like it. It's, it's great. And uh, I watched Invasion, the three episodes. They released three Oh, episodes. yeah. yeah. Yep. It is slow. It is slow. Uh. Um, it, it plants along. I'm like, where is this going? I was like, three hours later, I was like, okay, I, I think they're aliens. <laughs> so That is the worst. Just, you know, I... Um... I started watching Sisyphus on Netflix. It's a it's another Korean sci-fi show, oh, okay. uh, which looked great. the The first episode is like almost an hour and a half long, and it it's got some really interesting things. But there are some points where it's really slow, and I'm just like, ugh. And so I, I've watched the first three episodes and. Uh, I was like, okay, you know, we're, we're progressing how, you know, mm -hmm. things are progressing, but there are some slow parts. Mm -hmm. How, how much are they going to drag this out? So I'm like <laughs> scrolling and I'm like, I'm hoping it's going to be like, ah, oh, it's going to be six episodes or, you know, eight episodes, maybe mm -hmm. nine, like, um, squid game. Nope. 16 episodes. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. That's too much. And I'm like, no, no, no. Uh, there's just too much. too much. 16 episodes. That's asking for, you a know, lot it's nowadays. just, uh, you know, I, I think that Netflix has spoiled us. We're like 10 episodes. Like that's already a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I think especially for one hour shows, you know, yeah. I, I think that, you know, I think that there's some challenge around, having an hour long show and having so many episodes that, you know, that things you have that much build out of character and plot and, and it's just too slow. It's too, too much in this day mm -hmm. and age, you know, yeah, it's asking for, there's too many options. You can't. Yeah. Um, so I mean, I'm kind of disappointed. I mean, I'm intrigued by the, the premise of Sisyphus, but uh it's uh yes i do not have time for 16 hours of television uh yeah. when when we have uh cowboy bebop and uh discovery and prodigy and doctor who coming out and yeah that's a lot uh yeah. you know so and i do i do sort of i do want i forgot about invasion to be honest i do want to go i you know i do want to watch the morning show but the morning show is like 45 minute long episodes too and 45 to an hour yeah and uh but yeah. i love it i like want to inject it directly into my veins <laughs> and foundation are they long episodes as well yeah it's like yeah. almost an hour i mean foundation to me sounds and looks from what i've seen a lot like dune in the in the sense yeah. of like mm -hmm. the world world building and the the grand scale of it yes um, very very scale definitely there's a lot of scale. yeah mm -hmm. yeah so i mean there's way too much tv to watch and not enough yeah. time to watch it and yeah there's other things to do in life besides watch tv so <laughs> like take uh, care of your dog like take care of my dog who yeah. um is yes it's a very demanding part of my life right now mm -hmm. very demanding um mm -hmm. so yeah, I've had four days of being pretty much the sole parent. Yeah, that's hard. Yeah. Uh, no, that's a long stretch. They're just not self-sufficient. No, he's not. Not yet. And, uh, you know, I can't wait till he's a chill older dog. And, you know, 
but uh he is a just he's gonna be four months this week actually yeah so yeah He's a young and, and uh, has a lot to learn and a lot of energy at times. And uh, Are you going to um, take him to get trained, like training classes, whatever? Obedience, obedience classes? Uh, I don't know. We might we may have to at some point. Um, yeah, he's this might help. So we've 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 gotten the uh, we've gotten the training underway, you know, pretty, pretty well. He had one accident out of the last four or five days, four days, maybe, um, mm-hmm. which is great. But, uh, now, now I think we need to focus on he's jumping. He jumps a lot, which we don't mind as much, mm-hmm. except his claws are a little sharp. Ooh. Uh, I mean, we, we've caught, he, they got him caught and everything, but you know, oh. I, I think we need to control his jumping a little bit more. Right. But, right. Oh. Um, but he, you know, he doesn't, you know, he's not hurting and you know, not intentionally hurting and he's just very playful and right. Right. That makes sense. So it's not a, it's not a bad thing, but I think we do need to get that trained and uh, he does. Yeah. So there's some opportunities, you know, there are opportunities, <laughs> there are opportunities. Uh, so, yeah. So, uh, you know, training most likely, but uh, we have to figure that out. We're right now, we're just trying to figure out how often to groom him because he's uh, got a lot of hair. So, yeah. God. Um, and we don't want to traumatize him too, too much, uh, too young, but, uh, you know, we also want him to get used to it so that he's, yeah. uh, used to getting haircuts and things like that. Right. So, right. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's a lot of work and, uh, you know, on top, worth of, it. On, top, on top of, you know, it's not like I'm, you know, it's not like I'm a millionaire and he's. You know, I mean, he has a great life, but uh, dad still needs to work. Yeah, both dads yeah. still need to work to maintain his, his lavish, lifestyle. Lifestyle, <laughs> lavish lifestyle. So, um, yes. So, yeah. So there's, you know, so yeah, you know, need to kind of. I think sh- TV shows need to really be cognizant of the fact that they're fighting. So all for- that being said, TV shows need to be more. Aware, aware of, of your schedule yes <laughs> that i cannot watch 16 hours of you do not have show. time for that shit please um so i mean and, and sisyphus is a is a really fascinating uh premise but i it's just too slow it's, in parts the episodes that, a lot it's a lot yeah it's just yeah so anyway but uh and lots of new shows you know lots you know and and not to mention like there's Next month is also um, Hawkeye's coming out next month, I think. Oh, right. We've got the book of Boba Fett coming. I mean, there's a lot of genre television. The Witcher. Um, I'm also watching, oh, speaking of anime and animation, I should have brought this up earlier. I've been, I started rewatching Young Justice from the beginning. Oh, wow. Okay. This is on HBO now, HBO Max, and I did watch that, but you know, it's like jumped around. They got like it died and it got resurrected, and it's like yeah. So I'm tr- I, I was trying remember. to remember. Pick- it's been like years. It's been yeah. I, I was trying to like pick season out- three right now or something. There's four seasons on four seasons. HBO okay. Max, so I can't remember where I stopped watching. I, so I was like, okay, I you know, and time. I'm not gonna. Re- and I'm not going to remember much. So I was like, all right, I'll just I rewatch remember. it. I remember nothing. Um, so there's that. Uh, yeah. And I did watch the, I think I shared, I watched the premiere 
of Doom Patrol. So, right. Um, they have not. I mean, but anything. they're in like season three now. I don't think that I'm ever going to catch up to that. <laughs> That's a lot to ask. And then Titans is getting a lot of DC Titans is getting a lot of press yes. right now. Yes. Um, so, yeah, there's just so much television. There's too much show on television. There is. Uh, but life is hard. Life is hard. I mean, there's a yeah, right. There's no there's a plethora of like, wonderful television to watch. Yeah, it's fine. But we are I am going to miss Lower Decks and I'm looking forward but to we have so much Star Trek look forward to that. I think we'll be that's okay. true. Yeah, we'll we do. Okay. We'll, you know, we'll get. I think, you know, while I am um, mo- highly moderated. Uh, no, that's not the way I want to put that. Uh, <laughs> I am very excited about Discovery. I am uh, excited about Picard, but a little less so. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I think my my same level of excitement for Lower Decks is uh, really waiting on Strange New Worlds. Yes, definitely. I'm very excited for Strange New Worlds. But I, you know, I do love Discovery. I mean, obviously that that is the show that revived the franchise. So mm-hmm. the television franchise and started all of this. So uh, I am, uh, you know, I'm curious about this season. Uh, the, like I said, the trailer is a lot, and I don't know what's happening. So <laughs> uh, it was a lot. So you yeah, know, I'm hoping, yeah. I'm hoping that uh, I'm. I'm hoping that, it, you know, I, I know that they have a strong, strong group of people working on that show. And mm-hmm. I, I do love the cast. And uh, actually, yeah. you know, on, on Instagram, seen a lot of videos. Uh, Patrick Kwok Chun has been posting. He They were all, a bunch of them were just in Germany at FedCon. Oh, wow. Okay. This past weekend. So Emily Coots was there. Uh, David Ajala. Anthony Rapp was there. Uh, I think um, I can only think of her last name. Cheeseman. Hannah Cheeseman. Is it Hannah Cheeseman? Hannah Cheeseman. Um, she, Hannah? Plays the, she plays Arium's replacement. Oh, I don't I don't know her. Uh, I think they were all there. So it was cool to see. Uh, cool. See them on uh, and instagram and on stage at fedcon so i mean you know one of the things that i do like about the discovery cast is that they are super fan friendly right right. and uh, i think that that's really cool like that's one of the coolest things about them to be honest uh yeah unlike any other other series they are probably the most fan friendly yeah yeah no i agree with you I mean, I think they're all getting more fan friendly, particularly compared to like TNG days or whatever, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. Anyway, cool. Well, um, yeah. So, uh, we're completely discombobulated with this episode, right? Because we've jumped all over the place, but. I know it's been a lot, but. We talked through a lot. We we accidentally <laughs> That's what, went into maybe, off topic. Maybe we by should accident. rethink. We maybe we should rethink late night recording. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, uh, we got through it. We and did get through it. Yeah. We'll talk about prodigy next week. We will, and uh, I'm, I'm hopefully uh, we'll have some uh, 
fan sets announcements for prodigy that would be really cool but uh well do you are... want to talk a little bit about our sponsors since you well I, since i just them. mentioned them uh, yeah you know, i you know i did want to bring them up and say that you know fan sets is our exclusive sponsor for deep space pride and the trek geeks podcast network and uh yeah there are no since my last update there are really no new pins oh no new pins uh so but there are so many great things so many great pins that you know it's uh it's hard not to go on there and find something that would interest you so definitely go over to fan sets check them out uh you know these magnetic pins are really these ma- magnetic delta collection is really awesome mm-hmm. i i'm waiting i will be placing an order as soon as the wrath of khan deltas go on sale uh but we don't have a date for those yet so i'm I'm really looking forward to those but that one uh yeah so there hopefully we'll see some prodigy stuff uh, and maybe for november 1st who knows i do not know it's uh it's all a mystery, but oh, mystery. <laughs> but uh, head on over to fansets.com. Put a bunch of pins in your cart. If you spend more than $30, you're going to get free shipping in the U.S. And if you use the code DSPRIDE, all one word, all caps, correct, you'll save 10% on your order and uh, support a great business and support our friends Lou and John and the team over at fansets.com because they are really awesome and we thank them for sponsoring Deep Space Pride and the Truck Geeks Podcast Network. Thanks. There we go. Thank you. Ah, there we go. That's there we go. Cool. All right. And uh, Johnson, why don't you quickly tell people how they can reach us if they have thoughts on season two of totally forgot about that yeah so Uh, if you want to reach us you can reach us on social media on twitter and instagram at deep space pride and you can also email us at deep space pride at gmail.com there we go cool awesome all right Um, by the way i I might as well tell our listeners i got my uh will wheaton uh i don't know what this is in the so he did a he did a um they created this ensign pin out of his shirt from season one. Oh, his wesley crusher shirt yes his wesley crusher shirt um for lgbtq inclusion oh. um and uh so it finally came this oh. past week Where'd you order from? uh, Stans.com. So um, it was part of a, it was a all, um, all for charity. Okay. um, Thing. So they, they, uh, I I remember he was wearing the pin during Star Trek day and that's when it went on sale. And I, Oh, I see. He was also wearing the, Live long, prosper, LGBTQ pin. He was wearing that. Yeah, he wore a couple of different pins during that. Oh, that, okay. Uh, that show, okay. but the the Ensign Crusher uh, pins were supporting uh, Glisten. Cool. So, yes. So anyway, but anyway. Uh, 
All right, let's wrap this up. Thanks everybody for listening. It's us late. Ramble. It's almost eleven. Get it is almost eleven. I mean, what? You're gonna go take a nap and then no, you're gonna fine. work no, out. No, I need to. No, I'm not gonna take a nap. I took a nap earlier. Um, I need to clean up a little bit. I need to. I mean, it's only like a day and a half. I, you know, I just need to put like my pack together. Or whatever. It's not gonna. It's not that much packing. Um. So I just need to prep. Yeah, well, you should get going on that. And thanks, everybody, for listening to us ramble late night on a Monday night about mm-hmm. Star Trek, yeah. Lower Decks, and yeah. Prodigy. And we'll be back here next week talking about the first episodes of Prodigy that come out this Thursday. So yes. thanks, everybody, for listening. Uh, and we'll talk to you again next week. Bye, everyone. Deep Space Pride is a production of Coconut Media Works. Executive producers Bill Smith and Dan Davidson. For more great Star Trek discussion, discover the other shows of the Trek Geeks podcast network at trekgeeks.com or find us in Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app. Thank you.